yeah, I've heard of that movie, but man, I don't want to see it. Well, if this applies to you, once again, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Get Spoiled, where we spoil an entire movie so you don't have to see it yourself. My name is Samantha Herman, joined by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Ocean's 8. So uh, today's film, Ocean's Eight. Ocean's uh, Eight. Ocean's Eight. So this is a prequel to Ocean's Eleven. Uh, it is not. It is just uh, entitled that because of the amount of people on the team, which we will get into. Mm, uh, but okay. timeline-wise, it follows the Oceans One through Thirteen that we have come to know. It's set in present day, twenty eighteen. Oceans Eleven through Thirteen. Eleven through Thirteen. <sighs> That's confusing. It's I, I looked into this myself. It's like the only thing I looked into, really. But uh, I it's confusing and dumb because if they make a sequel to this one, presumably it's going to be Ocean's Nine. Well, I was having and then a ten, and then they're in trouble. Well, yeah, oh, who knows? Well, we thought they would do eight, nine, ten if this goes well, and then eleven through thirteen already exists, and then fourteen might be a co-ed combo. That's all speculation. I feel like. They're really shitting on our numerical system that we've used for thousands of years <laughs> and the sequel title logic that we've used in film for about 100, 100 years, let's say. I feel like we've all been trained on Star Wars prequels and sequels and stuff. and Yeah. We've been trained to take numbers seriously. Well, don't yeah. think about it as the number of film or the sequence of heist. Just think of it as amount of people in the team. It's a really good way to name. But did Oceans, did Oceans, okay, Oceans 11 had 11 dudes in it. Yep. Did Oceans 12 add a 12th dude? Well, does Julia Roberts count as an addition? No, she does not. Well, I don't know. Does she? She 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 was was in the the first movie. She was in the first movie and she she wasn't part of the 11. But she didn't heist and I don't remember what happens in Uh, 12 or 13. I don't think she really heists. I don't think she heists in 12. But well, that's but okay. All my right. logic or may not make that... sense either. Now that I'm thinking about it, don't listen to anything I've said, listeners. We're just gonna we're just gonna take you on a journey of what happens in this film, and and, and then we'll decide why it's called what it's called. Do you remember yeah. Bill? Do you remember Bill Cosby had a movie in like the '80s uh, called Leonard Part Six or The Adventures of Leonard Part Six, and it was like a superhero. It was like a spy spoof movie, no, I don't. but it was Part Six. And I was a kid, and I remember. Well, we were all kids, and. Uh, I was really fascinated by that. I thought it was like such a clever and I was like, wait, what about the first five? Oh, there wasn't any. He just did that on purpose. I thought it was zany. So based on that, this shouldn't bother you at all. You're uh, interested in unique numeral title systems. I'm a hypocrite. Okay. (laughs) So I saw this movie the other night and I wrote down all my thoughts and all the plot things afterward. And I was feeling very confident. I felt like I got it all down. It's a heist movie, not a science movie. So not my worst weakness, but still heist. It's elaborate. And I thought I got Mm -hmm. it all. And then I was having a phone conversation with Jesse, my brother, yesterday. He's also seen the film. 
and we were discussing it, and that phone call illuminated a lot of, but wait, what? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do my best. I'm st- I didn't change any of my notes, because I don't think they were wrong. I think the movie has Was a lot wrong. of holes, and I didn't notice them at the time, but now I do. Going in... Uh, no judgments, no expectations, and as I recall from the other Oceans movies, th- th- if they are you know using the same kind of aesthetic, there was like time jumping in the previous Oceans movies. There's lots of misdirections where you see a, something happen and then they show it to you again later from a different angle, and you oh, yeah. and it's like actually that salesman was actually Casey yeah. Affleck in disguise or whatever, <laughs> and so you're revealed ruses are revealed. Um, in non-linear time. There's a and bit of that, yeah, for plus sure. Plus it's a lot yeah. of parallel timelines that are shown in sequence, right? There's a lot of people to keep track of. They're all doing things yeah. at the same time. Yes, and it's sure. it's just a lot to keep track of. And yeah, sometimes so, it even went split screen, I think, some of those movies. Like showing yeah. two things of lo- two lines of action at the same that, time. Yeah, all two, that two. happens. And I yeah. all I did was I wrote down everything that I remembered in the order that I remembered it in. And I'm going to tell that order of things to you right now. But that's what this show is, Sam. Like, I don't know if you're aware of that, but that's what we do here. So I expect nothing more than that. <laughs> I'm just saying when you are like, wait, but wait, what? That's the movie. That's not me. If you haven't noticed, we kind of do that constantly every single episode, no matter what, regardless yeah. of whether science is involved. <laughs> I'm going to try not. I'm going to try not to this episode. I'm going to just be like, I completely understand and have no questions. Let's get into it. Um I'm mostly going to do real names because they're so famous, but when that is not going to be my method, I will inform you of that. But I'll start with Sandy B, Sandra Bullock. So the movie starts off with her. Oh, are you ready for me? Because I'm just, I'm diving in. Get to it. I mean, we can't talk. (laughs) I'm going to be over I'm going to be over Are here. Are you quick. ready for me? Okay. Sandy B. Sandy Bullock. She is at her parole hearing. She's in jail. She's been there for five years. She's at the hearing explaining that she was in a bad romance. She was tricked into committing certain crimes and that she's reformed and that she's nothing like her famous criminal brother, Danny Ocean, George Clooney, and that all she wants to do is go back to living a clean life and uh, put this all behind her. And she is paroled. And I know we're not going to do character names going forward, but her name is Debbie Ocean. Debbie Ocean, yes. Yeah. Okay. So now we'll call her Sandy B for the rest of the movie. Yes. Did you? Did we? Did you already say? Sorry, what she did actually? Uh, no, that'll come later. But okay. uh, thief based. Um, uh-huh. She. So she gets the parole. She. But we see that when she leaves the jail, she has been colluding with the guard, one of the guards, the entire time with like fencing contraband and that kind of thing. She's like, your next shipment will still be there. Like, so she's not reformed. She's still bad. Um, and we see that she has her release form and on it, it has a list of all these steps with whimsical names. I don't remember any of them. They didn't mean anything to me. Still don't mean anything to me after I've seen it, but it's a list of steps that she has been thinking about during her prison stint. So that matters. Steps. Steps. Okay. It's like a, like to, a to-do list. To, a to-do list, exactly. Ah. Can you give us an example of one of the things that was written on there? I don't remember one of them, so I'll just say bird's nest because I made that up. And it oh, so plausible. they're <laughs> yeah. Got they're it. not they're not clearly no, understandable not, to no, the layperson. Coded. Exactly. Right. 
Because she made it in prison, so she had to keep it on the low low. Yeah. Where'd she keep that list? <laughs> well, I think it was in her mind, and now that she has her release paper, now she has it I written see. up. I see. Um, so oh. she runs through various schemes. She goes to New York. She just to like lay the groundwork that she is still like a top level grifter. She does some pretty cool schemes. I'll give you one example. She goes to the mall or a department store and picks up some expensive cosmetic items, goes to the front and says, I want to return these. And the cashier says, you don't have the receipt. I can't return it, but it's brand new. I just got it the other day. Like it's unopened. Well, but still there's nothing I can do. And she's like, fine. I guess I'll just keep them. Can I at least get a bag? And they give her a fresh shopping bag and she deposits all the stolen merch, walks out clean. Oh, that's so good. So good. Yeah. Is I'm it that B running game? <laughs> yeah. Running games. Oh, that's good. What kind of a Sandy B? I know I ask this kind of question a lot, but what's what's her what's her vibe? A what's very she, confident she, Sandy B. Very confident. She's like wearing shades all the time and has a leather jacket and stuff like that. Uh, like a blousy slacks, very polished, like like, like she a could be a business biz lady, kinda. yeah. But like yeah, trendy okay. biz cash, like the most beautiful makeup. I was very distracted by everyone's makeup. It was so good, um, and yeah, swaggy, confident, a wry sense of humor. Uh, doesn't say much, only when needed. That's the Sandy B we're getting. All right, so yeah. she's she. You feel like she might actually be related to Clooney. Yeah, I did. I she's, sense she's their, doing a Clooney. I sense their uh, siblingness. Um, we also hear a reference to his death uh, with no explanation. So Clooney is possibly ostensibly deceased. Um, Whoa! Yeah, it does I, not have too much. I'm going to go with this, he's but... not dead. Yeah, I'm going to go with he's not dead, and he's in the next movie. She reunites with her former scheming partner, Kate Blanchett who is running a bar and like her grift is that she has her staff watering down vodka and other other uh, drinks and so she's a very low level grifter right now yeah, that's pretty yeah, that's, weak that's not even a grift that's just no. standard bar management <laughs> yeah. yeah she's a good business person in other words <laughs> that's like milestones that's like mm-hmm. just whole policy <laughs> at milestones mm-hmm. yeah so yeah uh, so she's kind of out of the game. They had been partners before Sandy B went to jail, and so she's just doing the bar thing, and as you said, business in the bar game as usual. But they reunite. Um, Kate's happy to see her, and she brings her to her loft, which is enormous. So she's grifting a little bit. Somehow she's schemed into having this like enormous place that she couldn't possibly afford, and it like looks unassuming from the front, but then it is like, really nice and big on the inside. Um, yeah. This is and, Manhattan. Yeah. And okay. uh, Sandy B's stuff is all there. So she, like, reacquaints herself with all her, like, nice clothes. And Kate Blanchett is very welcoming. Like, you can crash here until you get yourself sorted back out. And... Uh, I have a question. Yep. Where was she in prison? Like, what prison? What state? Um, like, a bus away from New York. Like, Rikers, I okay, guess. Okay, so she, so she hasn't skipped the state, in other words. No, no. It was a okay. quick bus trip. Okay, so she is on parole. Never comes up. She doesn't have a parole officer or anything. Five years of jail, prison. Uh, out, yeah. She's out, on parole. No, free I and mean, clear. No, but she doesn't she have to do parole maybe things. Just, no, maybe she's just released. I don't know. The, like, no, does not have a factor in this movie. She's oh, yeah, just fair enough. good to go. Okay. Um, 
Let's see, where am I? Oh, yeah. So she settles in. She goes and visits her ex. Andy B goes to visit her ex, uh, implying that he was the one that got her into this mess in the first place. He's played by Richard Armitage, who played Thorin in Hobbit movies, so I will be calling him Thorin. Yeah. Uh, hmm. he, was the, he was the best part of those movies. Yeah. Actually, I only saw the first one. Um, those movies are Which character is this? Thorin Oakenshield. The leader of the dwarves, son of Thrain, uh, son of Thror. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot, you Did nerd. Did you just look that up, or is that from your heart and soul? That's from my heart and soul. Amazing. Um, he he uh, lusted mo- most after the treasure of all the dwarves. Uh, he most treasured the Arkenstone. I'll shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> no, please. Never, never speak of those movies again. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I need a new Lord of the Rings. We need a new Lord of the Rings movie. Anyway, we're getting the show. Okay, uh, so she. All right, so so what's uh, what's Thorin do? What's his game? What's he's he? A, he's into? an art art game art dealer. Art dealer. Okay. So yeah, she visits him in his gallery, threatens him with a shiv made out of the back of a toothbrush, and it's a mild threat, but it is a threat. She holds it up to his throat and like cuts off a button from his dress shirt, and then goes back to Cape Blanchett. What does she threaten him for? Like, what does she want? Just that he is going to pay for doing this to her. Doing what to her? We believe he's the one that got her in jail in the first place. Oh, gotcha. uh. a betrayal. Yes, a betrayal. Well, Thorn Oak and Shield would never do that. <laughs> Sounds like his heart was lusting ever after some different riches. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, now you're getting into it. So no, not. that's all just uh, introductory stuff. Now we'll get into the, the beef of the main heist. So Sandy B goes back to Cape Blanchett and tells her, I've got this dope scheme. It's going to like set us on easy street forever. It's one last big heist. I have it all planned out. And those are the steps in her to-do list. She's been thinking about it for five years. And she tells her that we're going to steal a Cartier necklace worth 150 million dollars that's stowed 50 feet underground at cartier and we're going to get it to the met ball worn by anne hathaway's character daphne kluger i might call her daphne kluger i think that's a nice ring to it okay and it's just when you say that i'm gonna picture anne hathaway as you should yes okay yeah that's because it's played by anne hathaway (laughs) Yep. So Anne Hathaway is going to so – I'm probably going to call her Anne Daphne Kluger is going to wear this necklace. This is her that, plan. It is not – She's going to wear it out and abscond with it. Well – That's this, the plan. This is just the plan, plan right now. is to get okay. Anne Hathaway – to get Daphne Kluger into that necklace. It is not pre-established that she is already wearing it. Got it. So uh, okay. part of the plan is to get it on her. Have her go to the Met Ball, which is a real event at the Met Museum – and lift it off her during the event. That's the master plan. I like it. 150 million. Is there jewelry that that expensive in the world? I well, guess maybe like probably the, the thing crown in Titanic. Jewels. Of course. Great point. <laughs> the pearl of the sea, or whatever yeah. it's called. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, from the documentary Titanic. <laughs> I believed. Um. Uh, all right, 150, okay. Yeah, and Kate Blanchett is very skeptical. She's like, that's a huge event. It's a huge museum. It's a huge amount of security. None of this is preordained. Like, it sounds like a cool plan, but, like, none of that is already established. Um, we would need, like, t- 
tons of people to help, tons of seed money, blah, blah, blah. Cindy B says, nope, I've run through it every day since I've been in jail, and, like, every day I realized what the flaw was and fixed it, and so now it's perfect. That's what I've been doing all this time. We need seven people on the team and $20,000. So the Ocean's 8 thing with the numbers, I didn't, well, I was not even right about that. Seven people, $20,000. That's what she says. Seven um, people total. Yeah, oh, including so, them. She means, she means. No, including them. Including herself. Oh, my God. Um, Do numbers mean anything to <laughs> No. Spoiler alert. No. So Kate Blanchett starts starts assembling the crack team. I'll just go through all of them and what their skills are. I Um, assume Daphne Kluger is one of them. No, she's she's not. No, she's the mark. Yeah. The Andy Garcia. Yeah, exactly. Wait, um, is Kate Blanchett just all about this? Like, is there any hesitance on her part? She seems Uh, to have a nice thing going. She's... It takes very little. Like, basically, in that scene, as she explains it, she's convinced. Okay. Then I am as well. (laughs) So, they go and visit all the people on the team, and I'll just, uh, I'll run through the list. Rihanna, um, her character's name is Nineball, so I might go with that. Everyone else, I'm going to go with their real name. Yeah, you can go with Nineball. (laughs) Isn't she a hacker? (laughs) She's a hacker, Yes. I love that. I love the Rihanna's a hacker. That's great. <laughs> She's a hacker named Nineball. Yep. And they That's say, great. "What's your real name?" Or what? What can we call you for short? Eight Ball. That huh. well, that's just that's just good writing. <laughs> Get it? Because it's less than. We're back to the numbers thing, for short, because it's less than nine. You yep. see? Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, so Rihanna hacker Mindy Kaling. She is a jeweler uh, who's being pressured by her mom to get married, and just like a traditional. Uh, like Indian culture, why aren't you like your sister? So she's motivated to get out of the house. That's how they convince her. They're like, how fast can you break down a necklace if we got it to you? She says, she quotes an amount of time. They're like, how about if we get you out of your mother's house? She's like, a lot faster. So that's her motivation. Now, Kate Blanchett knows all these people. This is a network. She she has connections to these various people. She knows these first two, yeah. And then there's one, Sarah Paulson uh, is a previous collaborator. Okay, and Nineball, I mean, she's a hacker, so she she lives life on the edge. She's in a life of crime or at least gray market activities. Yeah. But it sounds like Mindy Kaling is not a criminal, and this this is a bigger move for her. Yeah, seems like it. Okay. She's just no backstory a jeweler, on that. Yeah. A jeweler with an agenda. <laughs> yep. 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 Wants to take a shot here. Okay. Yeah. Um, they go watch Aquafina, who she's a one name celebrity, apparently. Who is this person, I Sam? Don't, who I is don't, this person? I don't I don't know who she is from other things. I just know you she's don't in know? this movie. No, I don't. I, she, you I don't know. I'm looking up her bio right now because I saw her on IMDb also, and her name is listed as Aquafina. And let's just be clear A W K W A F I N A Aquafina. Correct. You can't, you can't go one name celebrity like this without being famous. But she seems to just think <laughs> she's going for it. She's just her, like, this is my name. I'm one named uh, icon. I, well, she's in this film. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't care for this. <laughs> I don't care for the idea of her, and I don't care for her name. <laughs> All I know is that she's in this film, and she is running game at the park doing, uh, like, three-card Monty type stuff. And she's really good at it, and they bring her on as, like, the pickpocket 
handsy person. Mm-hmm. I watched 30 seconds of her music video, and I think I just saw the end of rap music. That's what I just watched. <laughs> Did it's you learn over. anything about her vag? She pulled a ukulele out of it, um, and then rap ended as far as we all know it. Forget I asked that question. <laughs> oh, doctor. Actually, like, I, I can't defend what I've just heard, but I didn't mind her in the film. I'll give her that. Sorry, I, and can, can you repeat, uh, for not for the benefit of our listeners who were listening to you the first time, but for me, um, what, what did she do in this movie? Uh, like her heist skill? She's a pickpocket, yeah. three-cart Monty, slate of hand person. Perfect. The, the Matt Damon. <laughs> the David Blaine, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> the Matt Damon, a.k.a. David Blaine. <laughs> yeah. Um, a.k.a. literal magic. <laughs> I, don't the artful dodger of the film. <laughs> yeah. We want to get literary. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. Aquafina. Um, so that's them. Aquafina. Then Sandy B goes to visit her old chum, Sarah Paulson, who's now married with children and living a mostly clean life. She used to be the fence, uh, like the liaise, making the mm-hmm. sales of the merch person. Um, that's mm-hmm. ostensibly what her skill set is. But as we go through the rest of the movie, you will feel, I think, like I feel, which is that she contributes basically everything to the plot in the heist beyond her oh. fence technique. But we'll get there. But uh, she's that's brought great. in as the fence and she leaves her family to go do this like one fun last job. Not leaves them like forever, but leaves to go do this and come into the city. And we see that she does have a garage of all this stolen stuff that she just tricks her husband into thinking she's like an enthusiastic ebayer but so she is running like low level suburban game still uh does she does she tell her husband that she's going on a girl's trip basically that's pretty good she's my favorite character so far (laughs) i think she says like i'm going to do one last job like uh, i'm going to help my friend do work stuff vague work stuff um so she's the fence she's the elliot gould of this film i'm just going to keep doing this (laughs) those are shoes to fill elliot gould is the elliot gould in this film because he does appear Um, (laughs) i love gould Um, i might see this movie (laughs) well this might be the first one we've done that i actually then watch (laughs) maybe jeremy's just going to drop out right now i've heard too much i want to see it bye bye and i bought tickets to aquafina's concert so (laughs) see you cool enjoy her vag <laughs> All right, I'm still like an intro. I, I got to get this uh, got this pumping away. Okay, so yeah, sorry, it's all the, our fault. Uh, it really Pump is. it. Part of the plan is contingent <laughs> on Daphne Kluger wearing the certain Cartier and being dressed by a certain designer. So this is the first like what? That's a risky part of the plan. Anyway, Kate, she, she has to wear a certain dress. Well, I'll explain. Okay. They need a designer who will collude with them to be her dresser for the night. Because she's like the centerpiece, chairman, right. host of the event, worthy of getting the Cartier. Oh, so she's she... the head of the Met Ball. Yeah, she's like the celebrity Met guest Gala. chair of it with Anna Winter, which is a real thing. And, wh- and why is she a celebrity? Like, she's an actress? They don't really go into it, but we see her in a poster for Marc Jacobs Perfume. So she's just, like, basically an avatar of herself. She's okay. a society person, maybe? No, I oh, mean, no, she's, she's supposed she's to be an famous. actress. Yeah, I think so. They don't really go into her her cred, but yeah, she's just like Maybe a she's supposed to be athlete. Diane Kruger? <laughs> maybe. The name I mean, is eerily familiar. Yeah, it the, is. The name is so close, it makes you think of that. 
But anyhow, uh, okay. So, need so, to bring so they a need a designer. They need a designer to be like, oh, you simply must wear a hundred and fifty million dollar Cartier necklace. Exactly. It's so in this season. Which is an it's elaborate so part. Like I haven't, even, I haven't even gotten into like this grift. So they identify that Helena Bonham Carter's designer is close enough with Anna Wintour that she would be approved, but shifty and on the verge of bankruptcy enough that maybe they would entice her into this plan because she's on the verge of losing her company. She just did a really bad collection to save the company, which failed, and maybe she's even going to go to jail through tax evasion and financial stuff like that. So she's easily swayed into becoming a criminal, and she joins up with them. And that's the seventh. Yes. The seventh okay. member of the Ocean's Eight. <laughs> Classic. Yep. So... Classic Hollywood numbers. <laughs> All right. So they have to trick Daphne Kluger into selecting Helena Bonham Carter, and they do that through um, getting Dakota Fanning's character, who's uh, like an up-and-coming, could oust Daphne Kluger from her status to have a picture, like a photo op with Helen Bonham Carter. And then the tabloids are like, ooh, is she going to dress Penelope, whatever her Dakota Fanning's character name is? And then that makes Daphne Kluger get jealous. And then she's like, no, I, she has to dress me. Classic Hollywood politicking. That, that, yeah. But the fact that they think that that could be planned for is crazy. Like, yes, exactly. Isn't everyone else in Hollywood having the same reaction? Like, <laughs> oh, I want to be dressed by that person but Look, she's the marquee Chris, person so she gets what she wants i see and sandy b spent five years every single day <laughs> thinking this plan through so it's true she she anticipated this she was definitely doing internet research from prison and such <laughs> and knowing exactly she thought what of the everything. theme of the met ball was going to be this year all of it right. she happens yeah, to know yeah. it all keeping up on fashion design <laughs> all all although, of the things although it's a, it didn't sound. It doesn't sound like they had targeted Helena Bonham Carter, though. That seems like they looked around and said, "We need a designer who we can corrupt." And yeah, they're like, "Who's was... corruptible right now?" Oh, she is cool. Let's ask her. Oh, she accepts. Great. Proceed. Okay. <laughs> so I guess she didn't going, think of every very well. Part of well, it. maybe she did think of everything, and it's that's why it's going this well. <laughs> she was like, "Hey, we're gonna I, get this stu- this story in the media, and it's gonna definitely affect the exact person that we're targeting." Look, it did. I was right. <laughs> She's Great so job, good. prison me. She's so good at plans. <laughs> Sandy B. She is an uh, ocean, after all. She, uh, she's an ocean. Yeah, Come on. She knows. She younger knows sister? Up. She's younger uh, sister. Younger sister, yeah. So, and speaking of, she does visit Clooney's mausoleum um, grave thing and runs into Elliot Gould there. And he says, I've been waiting for you to show up. Danny, your brother, wouldn't want you to do this. It's not worth it. Just... Like, look what happened to him. We don't really know what happened to him, but look what happened to him. He wouldn't want this for you. Like, just go back to a normal life. Forget about this. And she says, no, this is working. It's going so well. I've planned for it. Peace, Elliot Gould. Um, and that's He's a class Elliot act, Gould. that yeah. Gould. So, it's a class act. I'm the... still calling that Clooney's not dead. <laughs> Then Helena Bonham Carter has to convince the Cartier people that taking this $150 million item out of their vault after 50 years of it being held in such security is necessary. And she does that by basically negging them. She's like, millennials don't even know what Cartier is anymore. You can keep it in the vault if you want, but like you're basically putting your company in the vault along with it. And they totally go for it. 
Wow. That's great. I love that. Again, great job, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So many of the moves um, so far have relied upon human psychology. Like, it's, it's, re- it's counting on manipulating the minds of other people. Yeah, and Helena Bonham Carter is very skittish, yet she's able to perform all the things necessary to convince others of, of all their goals. So I'm looking going forward to the, thi- the, the one thing that comes up that goes wrong. <laughs> we'll get there. So, okay. Nice. The plan. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm going to break it all down. What are they all going to do? So they, they're visiting the Met. They're analyzing it. They've got the blueprints. They know, you know what the event is going to be. The theme is royalty. Um, so here's what they need. They ask Aquafina, how much room do you need to do the grab? How much physical room do you need to do the grab? She says nine feet. They say, okay, well, there's a bathroom that cannot have security cameras in it because it's a violation of privacy. So the front of that bathroom is going to be our spot for the grab. And uh, Daphne By grab, you mean mean lift it off her neck without her noticing? Kind of. Like, I'll get more into the explanation, but yeah, like, that's the physical space where they need to have the necklace move to someone else as uh, as the grift. Yeah. I see. And we are talking about nine horizontal feet, not vertical feet. Yes. Floor feet. All right. Yeah, on the floor. All right. Um, All right. And Daphne Kluger's private security from Cartier also will not be able to go into that bathroom with her because obviously they will be men. Wow. It's a $150, million, it's $150 million <laughs> necklace. I think um, I think gender, uh, gender propriety might take a backseat to recovering a 150 million dollar stolen item but <laughs> yeah well, that'd be inc- i i really hope later the male security guards chase aquafina to the door of the washroom <laughs> and then go curses like i really hope that happens <laughs> we can't go in this woman's washroom damn it what i take away from that is that the met is not enlightened enough to have gender neutral bathrooms yet or no, that cartier isn't enlightened up. enough to have a female security person there's a lot of levels and layers to this. It's like yep. we're peeling away the onion right now. Yep. It's like apparently women can be thieves, but they can't be security. Like, <laughs> come wake on, wake up, wake come up, on. Gary Ross, director of Seriously. this film. But anyway, I'm just running through the plan as it was informed to me. So nine feet, okay. bathrooms, the spot. Rihanna hacks into the security company that is doing the security for the event. She's able to do that by researching one of the security people. He loves Whedon Terrier dogs. She makes a fake link for him to click on. He clicks on it, and that, like, opens her access to his desktop. (laughs) (laughs) Great job, nine ball slash eight ball. Yep. Is she, like, a a moody hacker? Is she, like, sassy? She's not that moody. She's more just like a millenn- cool millennial. She has like long, cool dreads and more like a hip hop kind of fashion sense. She's the cool one in the group. Is she kind of rude to the others? Like when they try to ask what she's doing, is she like, don't bother me, I'm busy hacking? And it's like kind of like dismissive? Or is she more a open little, to. A little bit, but not in a significant way. She's not playful, she's very serious at her hacking. <laughs> I just want to talk about Rihanna hacking. Like it's just, it makes me smile. Does right. she have any kind of accent? Uh, no, no. Hmm. Okay. American accent. Um, so she hacks right. into the security, and then she is able to like slowly move the cameras that face toward the bathroom, like incrementally 
away from each other to create that nine feet gap. She makes even more. She makes 12 of undetected space. Got it. Um, Mindy, like I said, she's going to be the one to break down the necklace. Um, we'll get back to that. And then Sarah Paulson, who, as I mentioned, does everything. She gets a 3D printing machine somehow. I don't know where that 20 grand is being spent, but it is not being spent on that. She just, like, gets someone to deliver one to her for somehow. Mm-hmm. Gig um, economy. Yeah. <laughs> the gig economy. She just posted on, like, um... Postmates post- or whatever. <laughs> yeah. She posted on Postmates. Yeah. Hey, hey, fam, I need a 3D printer. And I'll pay five, like, oh. five bucks. Oh, I've got one. I've got a spare. I'll bring yeah. it to you. I'll bring it back in like, I don't know, like 10 days. Cool. Thanks. Um, but yeah, so she gets that. She also gets a job at Vogue with the Met Ball staff. Wait, what? What? She gets a job with the she, staff. She applies for employment. Immediate, yeah. And, gets it and gets immediately it. and gets a pretty significant position of the ball. Oh. Like the day before woman- the ball. Or the week like before. Like a week before. Yep. Why would a woman this capable and amazing do any crime? Like, what would be the point? It seems like she could probably be <laughs> president of the United States if she really set her mind to it. Yeah, it what? makes no sense. She's very capable. Just extremely capable. Why steal capable. things? <laughs> Why steal she can things? just earn them. Yeah. In a day. Anyway. Yep. So I love Sarah has... Paulson, so I'm just... Keep going. That's yeah. great. So she, she has the 3D machine. She has the job. She has access to the seating charts and all the information and, like, all the contact info and just basically unfettered information to the proceedings and planning of the ball, which she photographs and communicates back to the gang. They're all stationed at the loft, Cape Blanchett's loft. Um, she also gets Cape Blanchett a job as the event nutritionist. She convinces one of the planners that their food staff isn't good enough and that because they have so many, like, gluten-free and vegan and all this and that, they need someone on staff to be mindful of all that. And so Kate Blanchett gets that job. Just for, oh. the, just for the night itself. I hope this movie just ends with all of them working for Vogue magazine <laughs> and various other New York media companies and being like, this is so we much better it. than crime. We did it. Like, this is such a career boost for me. This is great. We My did resume it. is really filled out. Let's give back all that stuff we stole. <laughs> yeah, don't need it. Feel kind of bad about it. Love and life. Um... I feel bad about the, the morality of thieving. <laughs> so they're really in the... Uh, they've really integrated and implanted themselves in the world of the Met Gala planning. They've, yes, they have. V- with they've got ease. the cameras. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, did you say what the 3D printer was for, or is that coming uh, later? That's coming up. So okay. it's coming up right now. So Helen Bonham Carter and Daphne Kluger do a viewing of the Cartier necklace to make sure it's really what they want, and she has special glasses on that can transmit an image of whatever back to the group, and that's what they're going to map for the 3D printing. Uh, gonna, that's wicked. Okay, so wait. They're going to 3D print the necklace itself. Yes. They're going to make a fake one. Yes. They're going to make a dummy one. Yes. That's rad. Now, wow. do they have to go into the basement to see it? Is it they, still in its basement lair? Great question. They do, and it's not working. They're unable to do the transmission. Oh, Mindy Kaling is also with them. So it's the three of them. And Mindy Kaling has, like, a fit on behalf of Helena Bonham Carter. She's like, she needs, like, natural light. We need to see it in the light. And so they come up into the ground level, and it does work. Wow. Minnie Kaling is a cunning criminal. Yeah, they're all really good at, um, like, 
everything uh, everything and being spontaneous and like working with all the problems with no issues um is there anyone on the team who's like the nervous guy Helen Bonham Carter's the nervous one, but she's still oh. really coming through. So one other thing Sarah Paulson does is she also lifts from the Vogue closet ball gowns for everyone in everyone's correct size. So she has that on hand. Amazing. Now, sure. Kate Blanchett finds out that Sandy B met with Thorne again and was threatening him again. And at this point, Kate Blanchett says, you're not thinking straight. You're not thinking smart. This is all for vengeance. You're going to get us all thrown in jail. Uh, like, you're ruining the plan by making this personal. And then we get the flashback of what he did to Sandy B. They were in love. He was an art dealer. And at first, he started getting her to, like, come to his art shows and pretend to bid to, like, upsell prospective buyers. Mm-hmm. Standard yep. art deal kind of thing. And then they would share the profits of that. And that was their ruse but it wasn't like that criminal it wasn't criminal it was just sales tactics right shady yeah and then eventually he convinced her to sign as a seller to something fake in her name not his name and then when they went to do the buy the buyers were undercover cops and he threw her under and said he had no idea but he did. He probably he was he the cops had already gotten to him. Exactly. And the and cops he had, had already gotten to him. Well, yeah. he yeah, and he had planned everything. And once it went wrong, he said it was all her, and she didn't turn on him because she thought they were in love. And so, because he's the one that turned, she took the full weight of it and was the only one to go to jail. He did her dirty. He did her real dirty. Um, let's but Kate Blanchett's like, you gotta you gotta tune that out right now and focus on the job. Exactly. And she yeah, kind but, of agrees. Okay. <clears throat> but what does but he really. have to do with this job that they're planning? Well, that's coming Nothing in so far. right now. Right now it's about to happen. Right, okay. So, I thought I missed something. No, they find out that Daphne Kluger does not have a date yet for the event, which is nonsense, but whatever. She doesn't. So Sarah Paulson sees on the seating chart that it has the place for her date, but not the name of the date. So it's still unclaimed. And they realize that Thorne's going to be at the, like, pre-event the day or two before and they arranged through Sarah Paulson's involvement that they would be seated next to each other they end up flirting and he's not aware of this like he's not participating in the plan it just happens perfectly that they hit it off and Daphne Kluger invites him to be the date of course he's Thorin son of Thrain (laughs) son of Thor yep that is ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) Sandra Bullock planned it all out dude (laughs) Yeah, she ran through that scenario so many times every morning and then wrote Bird's Nest on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, The proof is in the pudding, guys. (laughs) Then they realize or discuss the fact that even though they have this gap that Rihanna has made of undetectable space, they will – cops will be able to detect who was around surrounding that space coming and going to the bathroom area. Therefore, they need a mule to physically transport – the necklace once they have it off Daphne Kluger so that none of the people in play will be traced because they physically won't be moving it. Mm-hmm. So remember that. Okay, now, day of the event. We're there. At the Met Ball, Helen Bonham Carter, Daphne Kluger, they're prepping. She's, maybe, I don't want to wear the necklace. 
I don't know, maybe too much. Helena Bonner Carter lays it on hella thick. She's like, you have the most beautiful neck. You, your neck, this <laughs> necklace, it's going to, like, set the, like, world ablaze. And she convinces her. And This necklace and your neck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Can I? So what, she's like, I can't be bothered to wear this 50 million, what was it? 150 yeah. million dollar necklace? Like, I don't know. Yep. Maybe I'll just wear this other necklace. But yeah, she has, like, a diva yeah. moment. Like, I'm just not sure... Um, but aren't there like deals made behind the scenes for all this stuff? Like if you say you're going to wear it, you got to wear it because it's like a. Yeah, they took it know, out of the vault. And millennials need to know who Cartier is. <laughs> yeah. Or what Cartier is. Exactly. So she's convinced and right. they put it on oh, and they are about to take it off just to like leave it aside while they continue their prep. And Helen Bonham Carter sees and notices that it requires a certain magnet to take it off. It's got like a secure locking device. And she's like, oh, shit, can I see that again? That was cool. And so they do it again, and she records it this time, sends the recording back to the gang. She's like, problem, we need a magnet to take it off. Rihanna Nineball's like, I know a guy. So she calls her little sister and shows her the recording, and she is instantly able to identify the mechanism of the magnet and to replicate it. <laughs> I, uh, my sister's a magnet specialist. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, guys. I got this. Yep. My sister. Who's six in ball. like t- t- teen on her way home from high school. My sister cue ball. <laughs> oh, and how did they not? How did they not know that? How was that only discovered on the day of? Well, it hadn't been put on or off. It they went down to Card. They went to Cartier and toured the facility and went and saw the thing. Yeah, but it didn't go on or off her neck. Well, oh friggin' God. something has to go wrong here. Jesus. <laughs> that's just a weird one for... That's a weird one. A discovery of a technological... Like a, a physical fact about the necklace. That's a weird thing to go wrong. Like, typically the thing that would go wrong is, like, something would break or someone would betray the group. For The thing to go wrong is just, oh, we didn't anticipate that, is a bit of a... I find weak, considering how many things Sandra Bullock has anticipated. And to that not anticipate it is... That. Uh, the problem is so brief; they immediately solve it. Yeah, That's yeah. A, I mean, a lot of moving pieces to this puzzle here. Yeah. You know, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. Yeah, you um, never know. So, okay, and I also have a question about Anne Hathaway. Just like her vibe, like is she the is she the villain? How how is she coming off? Is she a, is she a diva kind of bitchy character, or is she just like super sweet and innocent? What's her game? Not bitchy, but diva. Uh, very self-absorbed, very insecure, very worried about her position as a starlet. Just like stereotypical, ditzy, worried about myself, doesn't really care what the like ins and out. Like, oh yeah, Cartier, like of course they would give it to me. Like no nerves, just like all up in herself. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so we don't, we're kind of rooting for her to get robbed or like we, you know, she's the... If not the villain, the butt of the joke or the yes. target. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Do they have a heist van where Rihanna is sitting and hacking? They do. <laughs> I was just about to get to that. Um. Yes. <laughs> I think it's important to have a heist van in these movies. Absolutely. You know, it, it says, like, I don't know, whatever. It's something the, really it's obvious the on the outside. Truck. It's Cape Blanchett's exactly. catering truck. There you go. Exactly. That's exactly what I needed. Nine ball inside. <laughs> yeah, Hacking. That is exactly Hacking what I have in my notes. The yeah. planet. Yeah. Nine balls in the catering <laughs> truck online. Yeah. You, you, it's like, can you see my notes over Skype? Because I feel I like can you can. I can see Rihanna in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and 
every heist movie ever <laughs> as well. That's also in our minds. True. Yeah. Okay, so back to the event. Daphne oh, sorry, Kruger. sorry. One more thing, because I, yep. I got launched to a fit of rage there. Nineball's sister makes a duplicate magnet Correct. Uh, device. Magnet she key. makes another one. Yes. Oh, she makes the key. Which is she the magnet. The, she makes the opposite magnet to unmagnet yeah, the magnet. Yeah, she makes the releasing magnet part. Yep, yep. got it. Okay. Um, okay, so Daphne and Helen Bonham Carter are at the event. They do the red carpet. We see that in the um, exhibition of the event, there's all these other jewels because the theme is royalty. So they do the tour of that on the way into the um, dining room where they're seated. And like a lot of celebrities are there just doing cameos like Kim Kardashian, Heidi Klum, and the seatmate of Daphne Kluger is Katie Holmes. So she's in it for quite a bit because they're at the table for a while. But as herself. Thought, yeah, as herself. Everyone has themselves. Um, mm-hmm. So they're there at the table, hanging out. Kate Blanchett puts something in the soup. I don't know nutrition. What. <clears throat> yeah, nutrition. And that soup is served to Daphne Kluger. Meanwhile, Mindy is stationed as part of Kate Blanchett's food line team. I'm just uh, situating everyone for you. So Kate Blanchett is in the kitchen. Mindy Kaling also in the kitchen, just as like a busser level food line person. Aquafina is a waitress in the event. Rihanna Nineball, as discussed, is in the catering truck on the computer. Hacking. Sarah Paulson's working the event administratively. And Sandy B is openly attending the party as a German wealthy whatever fake name. Does she, does she do a German, German accent? accent? Yes. Exactly. She does. Thank you. Yes. How <laughs> bad is the accent? Uh, not great, but she's not meant to be actually German, so I think it's forgivable. Okay. Wonderful. Yep. So that's where everyone is. And uh, and um and Thorin is a, is by uh, Daphne Kluger's side as well. Correct. Yeah, he's at the table. With they're, her. they're on they're on a date. Yes. You get it. Is he, yeah. like, do you get the feeling that, are we supposed to get the feeling that he's sort of like trying to get something out of her? Or is he just like happy to have her as a date? And he thinks just, maybe she's going to buy some art from him at some point or I something. He's, he's just like a wealthy New York social butterfly, just happy to be there. Okay. So let's see. Okay. So Daphne Kluger is, gets an upset stomach from whatever Kate Blanchett puts in her soup and she runs to the bathroom the bathroom that has the nine-foot prepared radius, and Aquafina's already in there, stationed, ready for her. While Daphne Kluger is barfing, Aquafina uses the magnet and lifts the necklace from her. And meanwhile, Sarah Paulson orders a young busboy to, like, like, get moving, kid! And as he passes the bathroom door, that's exactly when Aquafina has lifted it, and she leaves the bathroom, puts it on the busboy's tray. He carries on his way, um, and he takes it back into the kitchen where it's retrieved by Mindy Kaling, and she goes into the bathroom where she has set up a station with, like, all her jewelry tools, all her, like, tweezers and pliers and wires and what have you. and she uses, in like... A, in a different bathroom. A different bathroom, yeah, a bathroom by the kitchen that... And she, yeah. like, folds down, like, a change tray... Like a diaper change tray and like sets up shop. Okay, so cool. so Daphne Kluger is barfing. Yep. 
and is therefore distracted enough that she doesn't notice a super heavy diamond <laughs> necklace being lifted off of her neck. But she put. Does she swap on the dummy, the three D printed one, like instantaneously? So Great it's like question. a clean. No, she doesn't. Switch. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, and does she like? Does she like like pull it off like over the top of the bathroom stall or something? No, the stall's open and she's tending to her. Like, oh, I see. She's okay. there. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like p- holding her hair back and just yeah, exactly. takes it off yeah. and doesn't swap on a new one. Correct. Uh-huh. And okay. uh, and then so well, when she gets it, then she steps out of the bathroom yep. and puts the necklace somehow disguised onto the tray of a busboy. Yeah, not even disguised. She just kind of puts it under the plates in plain sight, but like tucked in. So the busboy is the mule. Is the exactly. that's his function? Yeah. Is he unknowing? Is he pushing one of those carts? Mule. Yeah, cart. Is it like? Oh, oh, okay. Classic. That's also a classic heist movie. Yeah. The yeah, cart like with the, the with the tablecloth hanging off the side, where a person's usually hiding underneath. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Except this time, it's just hey, let's throw this thing on here. And and where is the security guard standing outside the bathroom? Yes, they are. There are two of them. And they're just like, hey, how's it going with uh, Barfarino in there? Yep. And she's like, yeah, not great. Don't come in here. You're male. Um, yeah, basically. And let me see. Where am I? Minkira's oh, and where does, o- where, does o- where does Aquafina go after she lifts the necklace and throws it onto the busboy's plate? Does she stay with Daphne Kluger or does she no, run she away? Just, she just like goes back to waitressing. Okay. And, like reintegrates okay. to the event. Got it. Okay, so presumably... Daphne Kluger is going to get herself together and notice in a minute that her um, somewhat pricey necklace is missing. <laughs> well, that happens right now. Just let me say one other thing. Meanwhile, Sandy B bumps into Thorne and they have a frosty exchange and that kind of gets her revved up to integrate him into the plan even more. But we don't know exactly how. Just keep that in mind. Back to the main event. Does and... she drop the German accent when speaking to him? Yes. Uh, actually, they don't. I don't. They don't even speak. They just kind of glare. So she just makes okay. him aware that she's there and like, be afraid of me. Got it. And okay, so Daphne Kluger does come out of the bathroom. The security detail sees that it's gone. Chaos ensues. There's a lockdown of the whole event. Everyone has to line up, including the staff, to be examined. And it's just a whole <clears throat> like process where like dinner is halted, parties halted. Everyone's going through the line to make sure they don't have it. Meanwhile, Mindy Kaling's in her bathroom set up doing the breakdown. They're like, finish, finish, finish. And just when you think they're going to go into the bathroom and find her, Sarah Paulson finds, hand quote, finds the replica Uh, in a fountain. In a fountain? Yeah. Like in the water. So that was the plan all along. Yeah. It'll make sense kind of when I get to the end, but it sure didn't make sense to me while I was watching it. Why didn't the security just go straight after Aquafina? They know, they know that that's that they know Aquafina was in the bathroom with Daphne Kluger, right? Her and nobody else. Her um, and nobody else. Did they notice her leaving? Yeah, I guess they would have. I don't know. I don't have an answer what, for you. Why is this a? Why aren't they like? <laughs> this is easy. We we know the one and only the <laughs> single person that could have done it. Let's but then, ask her. But then, if they were to go after her, she wouldn't have had it. So. Okay, well, I mean, fair enough, but... Doesn't make it make sense, but... Step one. <laughs> step one. 
arrest your only suspect. Well, step hold on, two, Jeremy, Figure out where she planted the stolen. You're goods. going to linear. You're going to linear numbers now as a as a thing that we need to pay attention to. Uh, it's just, I don't understand. She's. Uh, Maybe she okay. like what leaves a... the bathroom in a way that was more scurrying. I don't recall that. I don't think she like leaves through a weird window or anything. So I can't answer your question. They should have, and they should also question Sarah Paulson, who is on staff as of a week ago and is the one to find it. Very suspicious. Not questioned. Um, but well, she's just a great employee. What a <laughs> what an acquisition for, for the for the Vogue team. Yep, she saved the day. Um, but also because it's found, they just like stop doing the search. Like, oh, thank God it's found. Like everything resume, party back on, all good. So yeah, they are bad security people. They don't really look into like how did it get off without the mat, like with the yeah, magnet. Thank Nothing. God, thank God it's found. It just, it just, I don't know, accidentally got flushed down the toilet and bubbled up in this fountain over there. Yeah, they don't really go into any of that. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> Maybe they should have had women security guards and not these idiot men, you know? <laughs> yep. Definitely God. wouldn't have made it worse. It would have men made it better. Men are the worst. Ugh. Men. Anyway. Um, yep. Yeah, well, they don't. They don't ask a single thing. So Mindy has Jeez. finished breaking down all uh, the necklace into smaller new jewelry. So, like, a new set of earrings, a bracelet, a neck, like a smaller necklace, all different pieces. Aquafina passes them all out to our players, and they leave, and then they change into their stolen ball gowns, the ones that were not in them yet, such as Nine Ball, Aquafina, um, and <laughs> Paulson, I guess, puts on a new. And Just they listed new... Nine Ball and Aquafina in a <laughs> yeah. list of people. It's incredible. So they 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 put on new ball gowns and and like blend in with the crowd. Now they're all like guests, and they're they're changing their disguises. Yeah. And they wear the, they put the jewelry on. Yes. The new jewelry, they put it on. And okay, then they leave. Cool. Yeah. Like that. Um, so party's over. Heist is over. They've got it. Then when the fake is returned to Cartier, there's like a lot more of the movie that I found surprising. And it's like, oh, the heist is over. That's, movies must be done in five minutes. It's not. Um, the necklace is returned bad. to Cartier, <laughs> and the guy immediately knows that it's a fake, and he's like, what the hell? Like, where's what? the magnet? Yeah, what happened with this? How did he possibly bring this back? Daphne Kluger's question, and she's just like, I don't know. I was barfing. Thanks for asking how I am. She's giving them, like, nothing to work with. Great. It's not like she was responsible for it or anything. (laughs) Nope. She's very indignant and, like, non-apologetic that any of this happened. Meanwhile, Sandy B. Oh, and we also, of all the ones that left the party in ball gowns and the new Mindy Kaling jewelry, Kate Blanchett didn't she left in a motorcycle in like more of a street garb so remember that because i remember when you were like other stuff was happening that we didn't see yet we'll come back to that uh-huh yep so, yep thank you for that <laughs> sure sandy b hires four female senior citizen actresses that she finds on like a casting website and gets them to pose as various types of wealthy either widows or inheritance people or just like kind of baddie, demented, whatever. And they get appraisals on all the jewels, all the smaller ones, and they go to an auction and all the pieces are sold. That's how they do the fencing. And that makes sense. 
But this that part, checks out. Yeah, it checks yeah. out. I don't know what they yeah. are told. Well, what the women they're, are told, but I think they're just like, do this and you'll get a cut. Yeah, I buy it. There's hmm. those people exist in in the world in New York and in LA. They yeah. would just do it. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I believe that. So then James Corden is put on as the lead insurer. No. <laughs> God damn. No. Why does he have to be in everything? No. Just, <laughs> just no? Nope. I'll stop that. Movie's over. <laughs> I was hoping the movie would be over sooner, but if it had ended earlier, James Corden wouldn't have been in it. <laughs> just to, just going to point that out. Well, anyhow, he flies in from London. He's an insurance <laughs> investigator, and he's pretty good at it. He's like asking a lot of the questions that you guys have gone over, and he's like appalled that nothing proper was done and this was handled so poorly. Um, and he was looking over all the security footage, and he recognizes Sandy B as Deborah Ocean, and just because like she's so notorious in his community of insurance related theft crime and he's like well that's interesting all of the people that we suspect are clean living people and the only one that we know is a criminal sandy b is on camera the entire event and therefore couldn't have done it they meet he and sandy b meet because they know each other now this part we'll have to discuss after and decide what we feel well like did she anticipate this and him. I say no to be discussed. They meet up and he basically accuses her of being the one to do it. He's like, I don't know how, but I like, obviously I know your pedigree. I know your family. Like you were at the event. Come on. Like, obviously you did it. And okay. she basically yeah. admits it without admitting it. And is like, well, hypothetically, what if I could get back part of the, diamond for you so at least you have like a bit of a win and also get a patsy for you would that be enough to get you off my back and for some reason it is this is um yep this is a very very similar to oceans 11 right this is what at the end brad pitt calls up andy garcia and same thing he's like i just robbed you i'm still in your casino if you want to make a deal with me right now you can recover half of the money i just stole um, right. Okay. It's a it, it's like the same thing. It's the same. It's very similar. Right, not, but I'm like, not saying in a bad way. It's just a. It's a. It's a classic uh, move in this franchise. But Andy Garcia was motivated. It was his own money that was stolen. Like, why would James Corden like? Oh yeah, I can like kind of solve the case a bit, even though I know you like yeah. I, his. I don't feel like he would be as motivated to take the deal so quickly. Well, he has. Like he so has to. He, get, just he has to make the best it. deal. Maybe he knows he won't catch anybody, and that this is this is the best resolution he's going to make for his company. It could be, and so it, again, it is she, to him. She offers him a patsy. Yeah. What, and what? And what else? And some of the diamonds. Of back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's. You might take that. You might take that. But how do you explain that turn of events then to like the resulting? Uh, outcome of that deal to everybody else. Um, don't worry about that because she's got more surprises in store. Um, so. Don't worry about that. Oh, okay. she's eight. Yep. Don't worry about that. Um, Two stars. <laughs> 
So, okay, they make the deal. Then everyone's back at the loft. Remember when I said it was called Ocean's 8 because there were eight, but then there were only seven, and I didn't want to confuse you, but really, uh, I knew there were eight, but I didn't want to spoil it. Anne Hathaway, Daphne Kluger joins, and it's kind of the eighth. Oh, you sandbagger. <laughs> you were sitting on that. Yeah. All right, Anne Hathaway is the eighth. But Daphne she was Kluger not an original eight. eight. Yeah, she was not originally part of the eight. They really did only need seven, but they go back and flash back a little bit when Helena Bonham Carter was recording the magnet device and when she was fluffing her about her neck and and, uh, Aquafina, like she felt it, she clued in. So she clued in, like all of it was real. The barfing was real, the poisoning was real, the heist was real, but everything came to her afterwards and uh, Sandy B and Kluger reconnoitered they connected not sure how um and so she clued in and was just like okay i'm gonna go with this yep she must have had to call her up she must wait she was like these these women are these women are plotting to steal my necklace they have stolen my necklace oh so she only she only clued in retroactively yes she was like a little bit suspicious but then like really came to the conclusion as it was stolen like she felt it off her neck and yeah, and how does she know to reach out to Sandy B? That I cannot tell you. We tried to figure it out yesterday in the phone call. I don't have an answer, but they do. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry. Don't about worry it. about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Glad we got that cleared up. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, James Corden's on the case. I'm sure it'll all work out. <laughs> yep. So. James Corden's on the case. Daphne Kluger <laughs> shows karaoke up. his way to a solution. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Kluger shows up at the loft, and only Sandy B is expecting her. And they're like, what the hell? Like, you're going to get us all thrown in jail. And Sandy B's like, no, 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 it's cool. Like, she's part of it now. And they're like, but why? You're a rich celebrity. And she's like, well... I don't have a lot of female friends, and I thought it would be cool to be part of something. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. What the hell? That's, that's the new best part of the movie. <laughs> it was something. <laughs> that, uh, hacking Rihanna, and everything Sarah Paulson does. These are the highlights of this film for me. Um, and then... I like the magnet bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you like your science, you know. Yeah. We all have our things. Yeah, text, yours. Um, so then Kluger is just like, but wait, um, you said it was $150 million. Now if I'm the eighth and we're doing a split and you you didn't sell all of it and you had to give like certain cutaway to the auction. Like she's just breaking down the math. She's like, it doesn't make sense. Like the cut that you – the, the mm. quote of our, each of our cuts that you mentioned, which was 16.5 mil, like that no longer adds up. Like what is our take? And this is the, remember when I told you Kate Blanchett was on the motorcycle and something else had happened thing to mm-hmm. keep in mind? We're there now. Yes. Um, and so we flash keep back. Keep this in mind. Yeah. Yep. So Sandy B's like, oh, no, you're right. The math does not up. It's even better math. So Better math. <laughs> yeah. Does she say it like that? I hope she does. No, she doesn't. Yeah. That, that was all me. Um, she was like, numbers? Numbers don't mean anything. <laughs> Check this out. Yep. And so, she makes it rain. During the chaos of the original necklace being stolen and everything, um, all that, the line being formed in the security and everything, in the midst of all of that and why they didn't just do the replica right away was they wanted wow. to create that chaos. That was part of it. 
and Kate Blanchett snuck into the exhibition room where all those other like sweet jewels were. Nice. Guarded by Sandy B, who like got in like a fight with the security team about like my husband, like in her fake German accent, like my husband can't get up these stairs. Like he's not capable of being examined for this heist. Like we didn't steal, just like, you know, getting hot, fake hot with the security to buy time for Kate Blanchett in the exhibition room. And she is joined by the Cirque du Soleil guy from the male franchise, the like contortionist guy. Oh yeah. Uh, Right. That sounds about right. Uh, the one who was snuck into the vault in that metal money cart? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah. he's there. I guess they all just know each other. And he, they like. Wasn't that on... Jet Lee? Was no. it? No, it was not. It was <laughs> not Jet Lee. <laughs> that would have been cool, though. Anyhow. I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. He, uh, like, they put. A certain lighting on where he can see where the detection like where the laser detection would be and he contortionists his way through that mm. another uh, classic heist scene the, yep. the flipping around the uh, the laser beams and exactly. not hitting any of the beams yep. his name is Yen his name is Yen the Yen. character's name so he does that he's like flipping around and climbing around on all the sca- scaffolding and like things on which the jewels are hung and displayed. He snatches them all up. Cape Blanchett uses it, and it's over a pool of water. That's how the exhibition is designed. So then she, like, sends a little boat with all the replicas to him, a little electronic boat, and then he (laughs) replaces them all with the replicas that they have 3D printed and uh, contortionists his way back out of there, and then she motorcycles off with all that haul. So, but was he masquerading as a guest of the event also? I don't know. He only appears in that Or did he just come in through scene. a duct? I don't know. He disappears and, and If I know and... anything about him, he was hiding in some sort of duct or box. <laughs> he was in Sandy B's handbag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Let me um... just open my clutch here. <laughs> oh, here. you are here. Good. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Let me hey. just get you out and my remote control boat. <laughs> yeah, that uh, basically that's how it happens. Good so film. they have this extra hall that they, I guess, have also sold on the fence market, and so each of their takes is like almost forty million a piece. Um, wow. And one last thing to clean up, and this is what Daphne Kluger contributes. She makes another date with Thorin to like make amends for her, like being ill during the party, and she lays it on real thick plays it real sexy, gets him into the boudoir, gets him tied up, and then she leaves and goes into his, uh, like, big closet bathroom setup and, number one, plants one of the diamonds in his stuff. That's that's the part, like, oh, James Corden will recover a bit for you. That's the bit. And also, oh, I forgot, earlier in the movie, Sandy B doing one of her grifting things had been on the phone to a bank customer service person yelling like no i don't remember my security code you but it's my account no you're not listening to me i don't want to take a withdrawal i want to make a deposit just let me make a deposit so hold on to that now it applies to here so she put in money into his account that looks suspicious right and why wouldn't she be able to make a deposit yeah, you know, well, why would they stop her from putting yeah. money into an account? You want money, right? Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's how banks work. Yeah. yeah. So I have that conversation with <laughs> banks all the time. I'm always trying to give them money. And they're like, no, I don't want it. Right, bank? <laughs> well, this bank takes bank? it. <laughs> Hello, is this bank? <laughs> bank? Have I reached, have I reached I'd like bank? Make, I'd like to make a deposit, bank. <laughs> no, I don't know my pen. So a combination of the diamond being left behind in his closet and and the deposits lead him to being arrested. No right. must, Somebody no makes fuss. a anonymous phone call tip to the police or something. Basically, we don't even see it, but yeah, we you got to think. And but they tell Corden. Does Corden bust him? We don't see him getting busted. We just know that it happened. Okay. So okay. everything is cool. Uh, crime solved. Money in hand. They all celebrate, and we see how each of them is enjoying their new spoils. Like Aquafina is a new condom. She's like, I'm on the co-op board, yo. And Sarah Paulson Ooh, goes cool. back to her home, and Minnie Kaling finally can get out of her mother's clutches, et cetera, et cetera. Last scene, and don't get too excited, because I, I really thought Clooney was going to show up. So she goes back to the mausoleum to visit his... To visit him and brings to a visit his fake <clears throat> To visit his fake grave because he's alive. Well, I know that and you know that and the movie knows that, but he's not in it. And she brings a martini and just like toasts him, the heist, whatever. And oh, they keep, they've asked her like numerous times throughout the movie, like, sorry about Danny. Do you think he's really dead? She's like, I don't know. Not really. So it's kind of like a joke that <laughs> he's not dead. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, okay. until further notice, she's in mourning. Uh-huh. End movie. Ugh. Crime pays. It Crime pays. Does. Crimes are solved when one tiny portion of the stolen item is recovered. <laughs> yep. Uh, Do you have any questions? So, I know I promised to have no questions. <laughs> uh, you actually promised outside. not to say anything the entire time. Yeah. Then I... Then I looked up Aquafina on YouTube, and it was a spiral from there. It's Um, really her fault. A lot of all of this is her fault. I don't mean to. I don't mean to pick on the young woman, but I she's just not very good at what she does for a living. Uh, (laughs) Oi, zing. Um, uh, did did you like? Did you like it? I yeah, I found it very entertaining. I yeah. It was only really when I was like gathering my thoughts that I was like, but. Wait, how'd they get that 3D printer? Wait, how did Sarah Paulson get that job so easily? Wait, but they've all been going to the Met every day leading up to this. They'd clearly be suspect. Like, all those things came later. Yeah. And, mm. I mean, these these movies are big, broad, fun heist movies. So, like, we'll, we'll ex- I'll accept a lot of... I can accept that a 3D printer just shows up. Like, we, <laughs> you know, you can accept some stuff. But, like, um, like in Ocean's Eleven, Don Cheadle makes a... An earthquake. Uh, he effectively simulates an earthquake in the city of Las Vegas. You know? That's and right. We just go, what, what does we he just call go, it? Okay. He calls it a pinch or something like that. Yeah, a pinch, yeah. Just got to make a pinch. Like an electromagnetic uh, pinch. I put it in a van. I think our British accents are better than his were in that, his was in that movie. But, um, I wouldn't go that far. There's, there's just a... It felt like the the clockwork um, plotting wasn't as tight as it was with Ocean's Eleven. It was, and it wasn't. When I thought about it, it there was no way 
despite her protestations, that Sandy B could have thought all of that through while in jail. Like, she couldn't have known what the event was going to be, the theme of the event, who was at the event. Like, why did she know the layout of the museum so well, even before they started doing their surveillance? It was just had so much information yeah. prior to no, starting that made no sense. So it then it's like... No sense, but you just have yeah. to swallow that pill and keep continue, right? I mean, yeah, I don't know. But they, That's they just dumb, just, but... They could have just cut this the mention of her plotting it all out. Like, if we hadn't heard her say off the start, I planned all this out down to the, you know, down to the the minute, then we would have accepted that. Like, But it speaks it's, to her savviness. The fact that she comes out and says, like, I've planned this all out, it's it raises the bar of expectation. Like, now, I, now we're going to look for anything that couldn't have been planned. Whereas if she hadn't said that, we would have been like, oh, yeah, you know, heists are unpredictable and things come up and that's fine. But that, that declaration that she had thought it all through, I don't know. It, uh, advised. It advised, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Post credit scene. Yes. No. I guess I should have stayed for that. Huh? Maybe Clooney did show up. 